Welcome back, everybody, to Things for Your Concern. You're here with Berenice. And I'm Ella. I'm What's hyped. up? I know, you know, me too. I'm hyped. I've had a lot of iced coffee. I've had a lot of sleep, so I'm so energized. But do we? I should we reveal what this episode's going to be about? Okay, yeah. <laughs> Let's do it. This week, we will be uh, talking about those cringy moments you get when you look at your phone and it's that piece of shit or maybe your ex or a dude you used to fuck with like six months ago that just decided to slide back into the DMs. Yeah, so this all came about because I swear to God, my iPhone hates me. You know, so my iPhone <laughs> reminds me of things. Like, they're like, hey, you haven't looked at this screenshot in a while. And I got a <laughs> reminder of a screenshot, and I literally immediately said it to Barity, saying, like, this is so embarrassing. I cannot believe yeah. this was sent to me. Yeah. So we'll get into that. And I also, I just want to say, like, very funny. I have that app that shows who unfollows me. I deleted it because it was causing too many problems, right? <laughs> it was like pissing me off. That starting so, shit. It was starting shit with like one time I was like, my cousin unfollowed me. Like, what the fuck is up? And she was like, yeah, I just deleted my Instagram. And I was like, oh, that like it sense. was starting problems. But before I deleted it, this dude I used to freaking hook up with, he unfollowed me, right? And I was like, you shady bitch. Not only did mm-hmm. we go to school together, but we went to high school together. So like we really know each other. But funny enough, he followed me back this week and like was lurking on my page. And I was like, oh, oh hello. Welcome back. We missed you. <laughs> Stupid. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. That's too good. I... I haven't had a lot. I have some stories that I will share where I've been shocked by texts, but obviously men will be our trifle and they do try to come crawling back here and there, especially in the middle of the night. You know, it's crazy. Yeah. And I'll be talking about some cringy text I've sent, you know, because sometimes you be sending cringy texts, you know, yeah. like it goes both ways. I'm not just going to call people out this episode. I'm going to do that. Um, not by name, but They'll know who they are if they listen. I don't think they keep up with me anymore, but... So, before we begin, let's do a quick check-in. Ella, what have you been up to? Okay, you guys. So, for my check-in, I'm going to do, like, a movie recommendation. The best $23 I spend every month is my AMC pass, so you get to see three movies a week. So, I just be seeing movies now, right? (laughs) And so, I saw this movie, and it's called Zola, and it was um, directed by Janisa... Bravo. She is an African-American director, writer, and it's about this Twitter feed, like this Twitter feed where this girl went on like basically a story time on her Twitter and it was like 148 tweets, but she made it like a whole fucking movie and it was in Sundance and it won a bunch of stuff. And so I randomly went and watched it and I was like, "Mm, this is literally not about me, but I've never felt more seen in my entire life because it's like basically like, you know, like when you're in the back of like an old Mercedes Benz or like a BMW in high school and you get into some shit that like you didn't really want to get into, but you were just kind of along for the ride. Can't relate. <laughs> you never did that in high school? <laughs> in the back of a Mercedes in high school? No, I was poor, okay? I it my wasn't look- my Mercedes. You yeah, the, those lux- boys. the luxurious. Uh, they had Subarus, okay? Yeah, you know those boys who, like, had those beat-up Beamers, but they're Beamers so that they, they thought they were cool? No. Oh. 
Wow, that was a lot. That happened to me a lot. Anyways, it was a fantastic film. It was a very funny experience because, like, me and my cousin were, like, the only people of color besides these two other people. And it was very much, like, and everyone else were, like, these, like, super white hipsters. And after the movie, like, Mm. hearing them talk was so funny because they were, like, yeah, I don't know. That wasn't what I was expecting. I, I like, you know, it, mm, I, I don't know if I got it. And like the entire fucking time, me and my cousin are dying laughing because this is like probably one of the funnier movies I've seen. So it was a really trippy experience. Zola, check it out. They have it Zola. on Apple. Apple. That sounds cool. What about I'll you? What's up check with it out? What's the haps in New York in the NYC? Oh my god! Oh my god! So here's why I never wanted to move to New York. I understood that I could thrive here, like maybe socially, educationally, I don't know, career wise. But like, I also knew that going to the city that never sleeps would not be the best for me. So I've been Mm -hmm. going out and it's been fun. But I'm definitely like not in my 20s anymore. A bitch can't bounce back. I did like try to go out by myself, which was an experience in its own. I think we will do an episode on going out by yourself later. So I won't tell too much now, but it was definitely a trip. And then I downloaded Bumble BFF because I was like, I need to make friends. Yeah, Um, my roommates are great. But one of my roommates is like leaving for three weeks. And I'm like, who am I going to hang out with? Yeah, so I've been meeting different types of people in New York, I've been noticing certain trends. One mm-hmm. is the misogyny here through the roof. Right. <laughs> through the roof. <laughs> I don't know why. It may maybe because there's so many different people from different places with different ideals coming together. There's that. Other one that goes along the misogyny is the catcalling. People here are relentless. These people are disgusting. Mm-hmm. Like a bitch can't walk outside without somebody commenting any like on something. And then the third one is I have never in my life encountered like mean girls before there's mean girls here there's like straight up like not just like people who come up cold no people who i've gone out and are straight up like rude or say something like disrespectful out of fucking nowhere i think that's a big city thing and like i feel like whenever i went to like vegas or la i was like oh my god like how did why like why are you being fucking rude yeah dude and i don't know if they think like I haven't been able to tell if people are making fun of me because sometimes I have like a valley accent. So sometimes I'll respond like th- like random girls will ask me something like when I'm walking down the street and I will respond and I'll be nice. And then they like think I'm being like sarcastic or like I'm being rude. And then they're rude <laughs> to me. What the fuck? Well, the highs and the lows. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Should we get into the episode? Let's do it. So we'll start off with I have the receipts, okay? I have the receipts. <laughs> These are gonna be a couple of story times. First story time about when I sent a cringy text. I was randomly out with my neighbors, and these neighbors, we try to befriend them all semester, and they had no interest in being our friends, right? Oh. Not you and I, it was me and my other r- previous roommate. And then one Is this night. House? No, they didn't want to be my friends either. No one. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is a two separate. 
Oh, God. Uh, ass House. I forgot about that. So Ass House was like my next door neighbors. They were just like made up like Alpha Sigma Sigma Ass House because they were just thought it was funny. But yeah, no, these were my direct next door neighbors. And we were they didn't choose to hang out with us. They like were right. forced to because <laughs> we had mutual friends. So when we finally oh. got to hang out with them, right, we're like we're I guess we went gambling because homeboy was counting cards right and so we all went out gambling <laughs> and he tried he should he was counting cards i don't know if i should say that but was he successful you know what this was a, on a stubbies night so like we went to like stubbies had two stubbies and then went gambling in our small college town and it, it was honestly the weirdest thing because the only people gambling were not college students it was literally like you know blue collar workers <laughs> yeah. and then me and this other dude at a table and then i was like you know what, I'm going to head home, right? And so then <laughs> I got locked out of my apartment, so I ended up sleeping on their couch. But in my hella drunk state, I, like, texted him, like, hey, did you get home safe? But I'm at his, or, no, I said, uh, hey, like, are you coming home? Question mark. I sent this <laughs> And he's like, no, stay at my girlfriend's. I was like, okay, be safe. And like, uh, allegedly, his girlfriend was like, why the fuck would a random girl, why would your next door neighbor text you that? And he was like, she's a weird girl. Damn. He didn't back you up or nothing. No. And then they literally like avoided us like the plague after that. And like literally, like I would he- like they would wait for me to leave. Like I, he- I could like hear them like hustling out their door. So there was like literally no interaction, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So that was when I was a cringe. Cringe. I don't think I have that many cringe that I've sent. I have pretty good self control sometimes. And then another good aspect about me is that my phone is always dead. So <laughs> there's yeah. no text to send when your phone is diseased and has been for hours you gotta love um, that iphone battery life you know it, sometimes it it comes to yeah. your advantage most of the times it's a downer but <laughs> yeah for real and the only the but i do cringy tweet so i oh, yeah. love to tweet <laughs> drunk like i don't know why i think it's so fun to tweet drunk like i will tweet anything that comes to mind you literally the issue is <laughs> You know, it's so funny because I'll like wake up and go on Twitter and I'll be like, oh, so Berenice was like drinking last night. Okay. Because there's like tweets from like Twitter. Yeah. 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 (laughs) And and the thing of the matter is with tweets and texting people um, when I'm drunk, I can't spell to save my fucking life, bro. Like (laughs) I already can't spell, but like when I'm drunk, like you can't even tell what the fuck is going on. So I think those are my cringiest moments. But I think people find them endearing. They're pretty funny. Because she'll be like, you guys, what's up with? And then like ramble on. Like, hey, you guys, she's like, just do a little stand up bit. Like, what's up, guys? What's up with? Have you guys ever noticed? You know what really grinds my gears? (laughs) At least 2 a.m. on a Thursday at the bar. But I have gotten some texts that have been very cringy. Have you? Oh, yeah. We got two big ones. You guys, I have better boundaries now. You know, I would not. (laughs) These texts would not have been, would have been received differently at a different time in my life. (laughs) The one that gets me going, well, though it doesn't get me going, I'll just say the one that I was like, I don't know, I had an out-of-body experience when I received it, (laughs) was um, basically this guy had, like, 
was breadcrumbing me, if you guys know what that is. Breadcrumbing is just like giving you a little tidbit here and there to keep you like interested, but not actually making any types of commitment and not really trying to communicate with you on a regular basis. So after, He was leading you on. Yeah, leading me on, ghosting me, whatever the fuck you want to call it. I get I wake up on my birthday and at like 7 a.m. I get a text from this man being like, happy birthday, babe. And I was like, babe, babe, what the fuck? <laughs> I haven't heard from you in like a month and a half. Like, what the fuck? And then I text him back like, excuse me, sir. I don't know who the fuck you think I am, but like, I'm not playing this bullshit with you. Right. And then I get the text back. I'm sorry. Daddy's been going through some shit. Uh, and I was like, Daddy. I've never called you daddy before, ever. <laughs> I know that for a fucking fact. I was like, look left, look right, who's daddy? Like, I literally was like, oh, you think you're funny, huh? I literally was like, I, I hope you know you're not fucking funny. Please never contact me again. Actually, I gave him an ultimatum, hoping that he would choose correctly, which is be with me and not be a fuck ass. But uh, he didn't. He chose the close the door. Um. <laughs> ultimatums never work dude it was for the better it was for the better though i mean yeah it's better to just have them out i agree i think full in or full out yeah i think if if i were to you know advise me myself sooner i probably would have given him that talk like two years before you know what i'm saying like we had been having like an on and off again thing for so long and i also would have blocked him sooner I think that you should really block people because people be doing this dumb shit. If you know somebody like is like going to string you along or just going to text you every once in a while, just block him. There's no fucking need to like have an open communication between someone that you're trying to like get out of your life. I am with you. I mean, no one has done me dirty in a while. Thank the fucking God. Yeah, I did block the last person and. Once I unblocked them, like a year later, I was like, I'm free. I'm a new woman. I've gone over it. Uh, he did decide to slide back into my DMs like three years after that. <laughs> Just on like a Monday night. Weird. Weird yeah. energy there. But I see I see a lot of like, for me, what grinds my gears and I get like the ick right away is when they ghost you. Like they try to play you, right? But like they're not even playing like a good game. Like they mm-hmm. you'll be like, oh, yeah, let's hang out. And then they won't like reply anything. And then like two days later in the middle of the night, they're like, oh, I didn't see your text there. But yeah, we can hang out. Like, no, bitch. I asked you to hang out three days ago in, in the, the daylight. daytime. <laughs> yeah. Literally, How this suddenly like- became a booty call. I don't know. But I'm not about it. Like, ignored, blocked. Men are, I mean, people are dumb, but like, yeah, I know. It's just literally like, um, excuse me, I don't know. Do you think I'm just gonna like be like, oh yeah, no, come over now. It's 2 a.m. This is great timing. You know what? If you catch me on an off day, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you guys. Well, this one I hope you guys find entertaining. So let's give a little backstory on this t- that I'm gonna quote unquote. This one. This is a guy I was casually hooking up with. Very, very casual. So it starts on 1.24 a.m. You up. No response. I'm pretty sure I was up, but I was like, no, I'm not nah, doing 1.24. Yeah. Like, if you're going to hit me up in the middle of the night, I think, like, it has to be before midnight. Like, I'm not coming over to your house at 1.24 a.m. That's insane, right? And mind right. you, this was for sure a school night. Uh-huh. Uh, school as in college. <laughs> then the next day at 10.25 a.m., which by my calculations is nine hours later. <laughs> Thank you for that math. I get another text. 
Ella, I need you here like now. So I'm like, did you stay up all night hours waiting for a response? What's up, bro? Like, this is intense. And then I said, haha, I was deaf, not up. I'm at work. Want to hang out tonight. Very reasonable. Right. No, I want to hang out right now. But you're playing. <laughs> LOL. Tonight is to be determined. I'll code that for you. He didn't want to hang out with me at nighttime because he very much wanted to uh, be a fuckboy and do whatever the fuck he wanted and have me come over at 124 a.m. But then he said, do you want to hang out at the Chinook when you get off work? We could slip into a gender neutral bathroom changing room. <laughs> the door is locked and there's a shower to cover up the noise. What? This is not what inclusivity looks like. We did not fight for gender in- inclusive, gender neutral bathrooms so that heterosexual men can fucking get off in them. All right. I declined this. Would it be a better story if I did it? Maybe. But no, I was fucking like, no. absolutely not. I was like, bro, I don't know who the fuck you think I am, but this is this ain't me. To me, this is just too funny. Yeah, um, that guy was a character. He was also the dude that said you were that you were trying to get pregnant with his child. Yeah. Oh, throwback. <laughs> you know, it's funny. Delusional, delusional man. Yeah, delusions of grandeur. So funny. I sometimes see his home. No, I see his homeboy every day at the gym because we go to the same gym at the same time. And it's like a constant reminder of like, oh, God, guess like the person I used to be, you know, I would, you know, I would have to like make eye contact with this dude as I was like leaving the frat at like 9am and trying to be discreet, but it fucking wasn't. Oh my God. That had to be like the worst walk of shame is through a several floors and in a group housing situation. Yeah. Yeah. There's no everybody knows your business. No, there isn't. I would agree with that. I think there's like one person that saw a lot of my L's, like really bad L's that I took. And he's still like, he dates like one of my friends. So he's still like kind of around. And every time I'm like, I hope he like realizes I've grown so much as a person. Oh, yeah. I sometimes <laughs> like, think that too. Gross. Like, I hope that I, I hope people know that like, like I was fucking crazy back then, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Like, I was nuts, but I was like so much different. Another section of texting, which is sexting. Is, is it, it hot, hot or not? Not. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> I think it's hot. So, okay, so I'm of two minds about this. I personally feel like sexting when it's like not consensual is like fucking oh, not right. cool, right? So it's like you can't just randomly send a girl like some dirty fucking message that like, yeah, you're hooking up, but like did she consent to you like sending her like naughty shit in the middle of the day? I don't know. <laughs> I will say this. I love a good shock factor. <laughs> yeah, I'll, it's always a little fun. Obviously, we love consent. However, sometimes it's like something so out of line and like so aggressive and like in the middle of the fucking day that you're yeah. like, why is this boy thinking about this? Like, where are you? And you're like, you know, like, oh, I'm just kicking it like at a friend's house. <laughs> like when you're at your nine to five and then you're at your desk and you just look down at your phone and it's like, oh. I'm going to have to go to the bathroom and react to this because this is fucking shocking. And then you go to the bathroom and you're like, oh, my God, I cannot believe this man just said this to me. But I'm into it. There's also the ones where, like, dudes you've hooked up with in the past hit you up randomly and they're like, I'm hella drunk. But, like, and then they they say something, like, super obnoxious, like, your ass has a good bounce. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, the drunk confessional sex, those are, like, the, like – 
I'm like, thank you. I needed, like, I don't need an ego boost, but this is nice. I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> yeah. I was just thinking about you. Were you? Dude, one of the most shocking ones. Oh, my God. It's this dude. He definitely has a kid, so it added to the shock factor. And it was super random. <laughs> it was over Snapchat. And he's like, like, girl, <laughs> I've been thinking about you. You deserve that long dick. And I was like, what? That is pretty shocking. Oh, my God. It shook it me to the core. But in other – with people I've been hooking up with and they like – and we start kind of like sexting in the middle of the day. I think it's it's fun. Yeah. I'm I'm more I'm more about it now that I like like someone like before when you have like guys you feel lukewarm about sending you like dick pics so you're like eh, I don't know if I needed this yeah I agree oh it's also fun when like you're gonna end up seeing that person it's like yeah, a good yeah, little yeah, build yeah, up yeah. you know yeah a little, good way to keep it interesting tease. yeah build up we suspense. love that I I don't like dick pics solicited or unsolicited I don't think penises are like an attractive form. <laughs> They just aren't for me. They don't do anything for me. I actually don't like dick pics either. I don't think I don't think a lot of women do. I think some women do. Not to, you know, generalize people's preferences, but but I am just like kind of confused. Like what goes through the mind of a man before he's like, I'ma send this girl a, a picture of my dick. Like, is that him peacocking? Is that what yeah, peacocking I think that's what has it is. made? Oh God. Well, let us know if you like dick pics. We'll have a poll on our Instagram. <laughs> Watch out for that. I actually have, I only have, I don't have any nudes of myself floating on the cloud. And the only ones I have of myself are when I was under 18. So like those can't really get out. So, and if they do, then. Someone's going to jail. Yeah. So. <laughs> for <a> child. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, yeah. I'm pretty, and honestly, like, I feel like it's cool if you like to send nude photos of yourself. I personally just don't trust the cloud. Actually, I don't even think it matters anymore. I don't trust men, okay? I yeah. think that's the issue. I don't trust any of the men. So for me to send a risky pic takes a lot. But if I do send one, I deserve some goddamn praises for my troubles, okay? I mm-hmm. want a good response. I want you to tell me how amazing I look in that picture. <laughs> Oh, yeah. How turned on you by that picture. Do not be the person that says fucking nothing. Nice. <laughs> Thanks. Because, you know, if you do that, I'm never sending you anything fucking again. You didn't. They're like, send me news. I was like, oh, I didn't get enough feedback from the last one I sent <laughs> yeah. you. So you're not getting shit. Sorry, not fucking sorry. <laughs> okay, so we're going to do one more thing before we go today. We're going to talk about sliding into DMs because, you know, a lot of people slide into my DMs like the wrong type of way, right? Where mm-hmm. they'll just say mm-hmm. like, hey, like, hey <laughs> is not really enough to like pique my interest. And so mm-hmm. I would recommend if you're going to slide into someone's DMs, like ask a question, respond to something, you know, respond to something, not just like, a, hey, what's up? It's like fucking nothing, bro. Like, I don't that's not enough. Like, I think a hey works if that person is, like, you already know that they're interested in you or you, like, have big dick energy and you already know that you're really fucking hot. A hey may work. 
<laughs> may work. It may work. But yeah, they can work. However, I like I think a good way is to reply to somebody's like story. Like mm-hmm. now it's so easy to like slide into DMs. You literally see something funny, something it doesn't fucking matter what it is. It doesn't. You just respond to it. Mm-hmm. You have now initiated the conversation. You can um you know, you know how in Snapchat you can send reactions if you get gutsy with it. Send a little like fire emoji or mm-hmm. you know a clever funny response if they respond back like you have an in. Yeah, I think for I think honestly most people should shoot their shot with anyone like it doesn't matter who you know because you never you never fucking know and we have a homie this is so funny so we have a homie who tried to reach out to this dude like through snapchat to like just say hey Mm -hmm. and his response was like hey like i praise you for shooting your shot but i just gotta let you know (laughs) it's not gonna happen I honestly no I don't even think they said hey they like so they did what we would have recommended is they responded to a story and being like oh hey like this is so funny or something like that and he was like yeah no just to let you know this is never gonna happen it's like Jesus Christ I wasn't coming that hard like don't act like I'm out here thirsting be like I want your dick it was like very (laughs) casual Casual. (laughs) yeah (laughs) but at least you know what that saved her so much time she got an answer that she maybe wasn't looking for, but she got an answer. (laughs) You shoot your shot 10 times. If you only make it once, like, that's cool. You still made it, Yeah, you still made it, baby. You only need one, you know? Like, how many hits you need? So just keep on trying. Keep on keeping on. How is the roster getting? (laughs) Literally. I would also say just do it because men are desperate. Like, we're out of quarantine. Mm -hmm. So, like, you only live once, you know? (laughs) I would also say just do it. You never know until you try. So don't be like a silent lurker. Shoot your shot. Oh my God. Okay. This is a good one for getting somebody's number through Instagram. And essentially this person like had added me on Instagram and then like responded to like responded to one of my stories. I like liked their response. And then they tried to video call me on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Mind you, I wasn't looking my best at the time. So I was like, oh, nope. You know, (laughs) (laughs) canceled. No. And then they like responded and they were like disrespectful. And I was like, (laughs) yo, like I didn't even know you could call somebody on Instagram. You know, I'm like, yeah, I'm like trying to live my best life. and I just don't look good right now. And they're like, oh, no worries. I'll FaceTime you. <laughs> What's your number? And I think they did it in <laughs> such a fast way that I didn't even, like, register that they had asked for my number. I was like, okay, I guess I'll FaceTime. And then they got my number. Oh, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. I think FaceTiming, that's actually, like, you know, that's not a text. Like, hey, let's FaceTime later. It's like, okay, what the fuck ever. You know, it can definitely be intimidating. I would say FaceTime can be intimidating because you're just looking at each other's faces. But FaceTime goes a long way. I agree. I love that advice. Dang, that dude had moves. Right? How many times has he done that? (laughs) Should I ask? (laughs) You'd be like, does this work every time? Probably, dude. Probably. Probably. Well, I guess our advice is to be as gutsy as that dude. You know, just confuse them into getting what Mm -hmm. you need, I guess. Do like a little, little, you know, basketball move. And with that curveball. Yeah, with the curveball. Come out of nowhere. I also think that if you're hella bold, like dudes, like people like confidence. So like you'd be surprised. Yeah. Like doing like a coy thing just versus like, I think you're hot. 
Like, I feel like that's always a winner. Yeah, because they'll still, like, acknowledge the fact that you think they're hot. It's a compliment. Yeah. If they're too cocky, they'll show it. And then maybe you just don't really want to get involved with Mm -hmm. that in the first place, you know? Yeah. Well, everybody, that is all we have time for today. Uh, We do want to do an episode of Going Out By Yourself. So if you have gone out by yourself and you have any stories or tips, please, like, write them into our Instagram. We would love to have um, some listener stories. Plugs of the week. Okay, so for my plug of the week, I am doing, this is kind of mainstream, okay, but listen, I've been on my own for a while, so I've watched a lot of TV. Never Have I Ever, season two just came out. It follows like an Indian girl. It's a coming of age story. It's funny. It's narrated by this like, white tennis player don't really get that reference but I'm sure it'll make sense someday for me but it's just really funny like the humor is like super clever and I personally like in Mexican culture I have seen a lot of like similarities to some of like Indian cultural aspects and let me tell you this shit's so fucking funny I'm also I know that the the guy the main character the dude who's hot is 30 years old but I am almost 25 years old, so I'm highly attracted to him. So it's just kind of fun to watch. (laughs) So my plug of the week is Friday afternoon tea. So it's actually a tea shop that is based in Seattle, um, but they basically have fandom tea blends. So like literally they have all different kinds of fandoms from like anime, cartoons, pop culture, all that jazz, which I think is really cool. And then then they're also a small business, um, LGBTQ plus and, you know, black friendly. Uh, They have like a really cool like community tea book club where they have they send you out a book and a um, bunch of teas and some other goodies. Uh, And last month they did and they've been focusing on female, queer and POC voices so that's really cool anyways they do have a shop in Seattle but if not you can get them at fridaytea.com and um, if you're in Seattle just look up Friday afternoon tea and those are the plugs of the week all right so that's the episode please everyone like usual subscribe tell a friend rate the podcast it really helps us out a lot and you can find us on instagram at thanks the number for your concern and my personal is at ella l tutor and mine is at berenice diaz m thanks so much for listening bye kisses